Hi, and welcome to today's podcast. I'm going to try to do this in under 10 minutes. Hadn't planned to uh, record today. I'll tease you with this. Um, Alex has a Stranger Things topic that we're going to hit tomorrow that I am very excited to talk about. Um, you know, I, I like to, we like to, to, to analyze things and, and dig deep and, you know, be a little thought-provoking, have our thoughts provoked, and um, this is that when it comes to Stranger Things. So I'm excited to talk about that tomorrow with Alex. I came across this story earlier so I've been recording my radio show for like the last 90 minutes. Eh, maybe not that long. Preparing it and, and, and recording it for 90 minutes. And the more I did this story on the air, I'm like, this has to be a podcast because it gives me um, a reason to share a, a, a feeling of mine. And I'm sure there are people who think, why are you so against them? It's not the case at all. So we'll get to that, and I will do my best to keep this as brief as possible. You know that never works because I need to practice being more succinct um, and and practicing brevity instead of being so verbose. But a couple of things to hit real fast. Thank you to Wendy Huntley, who was on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, Connecting Kids to Meals. She is an amazing human. Um, I've got to have her back on the podcast if she's allowed to have the life discussion that we had before she was so kind enough to give me a tour of the Connecting Kids to Meals facility, which looks like a great operation. They had like six or seven vehicles. Kroger's paid for some of them. Meyer, Steve Taylor. And they have um, relationships with those places and Frito-Lay and other places to get the food. Um, just looks like everything is buttoned up there. And more than anything, I, I said to Wendy... Um, uh, by the way, I'm glad that I do the meal prepping thing or else I would have understood a lot less of what Wendy had going on back there because it was like back of the house kitchen stuff, how the meals are prepared, how they keep them warm or cold. Um, and thanks to meal preps for me, for, uh, me being able to, uh, figure that stuff out and, and understand Wendy's tour. The kids in there, a lot of younger people, some older people, they all didn't look miserable. You know, kids can be ornery with summer jobs and stuff. Everybody in there looked like they were not unhappy to be there. Look, it was tough work. It's kind of like it's a kitchen, uh, a little hot in there. They they could have some some sour faces, some dour looks. Nobody in there looked miserable. So that's a testament to the operation that Wendy is running over there, connecting kids to meals. Uh, what else do we have? There's today if. If you haven't seen it already, I don't talk about it a ton here, but ericchaseblog.wordpress.com. I do a daily post. Uh, I haven't written anything for weeks, but I do a daily post of the news links that I think are, um, it's basically prep for myself for ta- to talk about things on the radio show. Um, then I send it out to the staff here. And you might want to check it out because what I'm doing is surfing all the local news sites and social things that I can get stories from. And it's not all negative. If something really big has happened, um, violence-wise, crime-wise, I'll, I'll include it. But for the most part, it's not. It's it's lighter stuff. Like, there's a, there's a house in Perrysburg with a basketball court for sale. It's inside the house, and it's $2.5 million. The Oregon Community Theater is doing Willy Wonka Jr. this weekend. Junior would make me believe that Augustus is not going to die, and the other kids as well. A Toledoan has made the Basketball Hall of Fame. Lights Way Before Christmas is coming up. 
On a serious note, the social fire is still under investigation, and I only included this because it came from a national level. There is a sexual abuse case involving a UT soccer player and coach from about 15 years ago, which is has come from a national story at The Athletic. Uh, I forget the woman's name, um, and I did put the tweet out there, and she was on Twitter, but her telling her story to The Athletic has come down to this level, and it, it's, it will probably get some eyes on it locally, and, and that coach is long gone. He has lost his job where he most recently was because of all of this. And there's another water tower makeover. Um, that one story where I can share something about myself in a minute, let me share uh, one other thing quickly that's been going on in my head about things we watch. Um, I will not have any Thor, Thor spoilers tomorrow. Happy Thor's Day. I will just tell you how much I liked it. Okay? No spoilers, I promise. Um, so, you know, for a couple weeks ago, I found For All Mankind. I don't know another person that watches the show. Although, it, it might be Apple's most popular show. I have told you months ago, um, and you're too smart for this anyway, stop asking people on the internet for show suggestions. I hate Toledo Reddit posts where people are like, hey, what's a good food truck? Hey, moving to the area. Where should, Like all these things are pinned to the top of the damn page. And when somebody says, hey, what's a good food truck? They're just repeating the answers from a previous post. Ah, so don't ask, hey, don't do the same, please, on, on social. And if you do, because you're going to do it anyway, can you please give us your tastes? Like don't just go, hey, can I, can I have your favorite food truck? Hey, I'm looking for this style food truck. I'm looking for this genre of show. Not just, can you give me something to watch? Yes, we can. And 70% of what you get, even though these people are your friends, to some degree, you might not be interested in. Um, I am even moving slightly away from the people who I told you I filter what I watch through. And I know why. Um, we just have differing opinions, and opinions are overwhelming. I'm not saying that is a bad thing, um, but I have just more than ever embraced, like I had to do this with stuff on the internet and books. You can't possibly read, you can only prep for this and the radio show so much. You just got to understand 97% of the things you could possibly be talking about, you're never going to get to. Same thing with shows and movies. There for for every for every for all mankind that I have enjoyed, I'm looking forward to forward to tomorrow's episode. For every for all mankind, there are four other shows just as good that I just don't have the time to watch. Um, I said it in a tweet last week. I know the so for all mankind is my did I say it was like my favorite sci-fi show? of recent times outside of Star Trek or Star Wars. And it's less sci-fi than more than typical sci-fi. It's a people show with the backdrop of space and NASA. Um, I know The Expanse is a is the best sci-fi show of the last 10 years. But I, I tried it a couple times. It didn't work. That might be my fault. But I just can't go back and watch. I don't have time to watch five episodes, I'm sorry, five seasons of how many ever episodes. I don't have the time. I'd rather start a new show. 
I know that'll always be there. And this is kind of like always looking for what's next. We all have that syndrome or that affliction in us a bit. Um, But I'm just going to kind of like stay in my world, read who I read, read what I read, see who I see, see what dialogue I can come across. And I'll make my decisions based off that. I'm like shrinking down who I go to or who I listen to for shows and movies and whatnot. There's just too, like, I know Stranger Things is this massive pop culture moment and that's a thing. But you tell me if you think I'm right. There are fewer and fewer things like that anymore because like all media, for the same reason, less people listen to radio now. There's Everything is fractured. Um, there are more than, you know, five networks. There's more than 30 cable networks, there's content everywhere, and we're all in our own spaces. And every now and then, there's a Stranger Things that, air quotes, everyone watches. But it's so hard now to to, to have a show that you're into that other people, like For All Mankind, are into because people that you might share taste with have their own For All Mankind. So I'm expecting less and less to have show discussions with um, with with my crew. Um, some people have thought I was anti-tattoo because I don't have any. In many cases, I find tattoos very attractive. I've never dated anybody who has a lot of tattoos. Or maybe I, they did and I just didn't see them. That's very possible. I'm not anti-tattoo, but I have never had the desire ever, maybe because my mom succumbed to them, never wanted to smoke a cigarette. Never had an inclination to smoke marijuana, do any hard drugs. Like, I... In the same way I've never wanted to put my face on a cheese grater, I've never wanted to smoke a cigarette or have a tattoo, not because of pain. I've just never had that interest. Same way, I have never wanted to go to Vegas. Not my thing, too loud. New Orleans, different. I've never wanted a tattoo. And then I got to, first of all, I don't, I don't, I've heard if a Jewish person gets a tattoo, they can't be buried in a Jewish cemetery. I worry about that when I have to be buried, I guess. Um, what if I get a tattoo uh, of Star of David? Am I allowed in then? I have never desired a tattoo, even though even when they have become so prominent. Um, I am in the tiny minority now of people who don't have any tattoos. I don't feel left out or anything. Some people have think some th- people think I'm anti-tattoo because of that. Not 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 at all. And another thing, as I've got into my 30s, I realized my tastes are very short-lived. Um, thank God I love my dogs. They're the only real constant in my life. My Transformers, Batman, that that's it. People, I mean, thank God I would leave my job if I could just hop job to job and it wasn't so challenging. I would move if it wasn't so inconvenient and challenging, but I hop from interest to interest to interest. Does that sound like somebody who should be getting a tattoo? And I know there are people who go, people are questioned who have tattoos and say, well, you know, what if you don't like, that changes when you get older. Like I like to say, good luck trying to predict what your future self will like. Have your taste not changed from before to now? Damn right they have. So I just know as someone who hops interests frequently, um, I am the last person that should be tattooing anything permanently on me. 
What is beyond permanence? Eternal. Forever. Um, and I'm just going to read this and we're going to wrap up the podcast. I, I found it's an interesting story and it's also an Ohio place. Save my ink forever. Uh, on Instagram, that's save my ink forever with a four. Are you ready? Because if you love tattoos, uh, you might not love them as much after I read this story because it will, it would make your skin crawl if it was still on you. If a loved one has died and you want to remember them by their tattoo, you can call Save My Ink Forever, an Ohio-based firm that retrieves tattoos from the deceased and then preserves and frames them for eternal display.